Hi, I'm Bernard Nomberg with the Nomberg Law Firm in Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you for stopping by the Nomberg Law Live podcast. Each week, I have interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. My guest this week is my friend, Ralph Marion. Ralph is such an awesome dude. He is from the Birmingham area. He loves UAB, pro wrestling, brewing beer, and so many more things. We have such a great conversation about all of the above and many more. We think you'll really enjoy this episode of Nomberg Law Live podcast. If you like this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and a review and subscribing will ensure that you get each podcast as they come out on a weekly basis. Thank you again. Good morning, everybody. It's Bernard Nomberg. It is Tuesday. It is 10 o'clock. What does that mean? Well, it is another weekly episode of Nomberg Law Live. And for the last, gosh, almost four plus years now, we've been doing these interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. And I, I've been trying to set this conversation up for a while now. I got my buddy, Ralph <laughs> Marion bearded black man as he calls himself ralph how are you doing today bud it's good to see I'm, you likewise man i'm doing good doing really really good glad to be able to actually finally do this oh um, I know. like you said we've been trying to do this for a long time and now we're actually doing it so we i'm excited have. about this man. I'm, and I, i'm so glad we've got some time to to do this today and as you guys hear me every week i try to have interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. And we don't have enough time today to narrow down all of what interests and what is of interesting about Ralph. But Ralph, I want you to kind of set the stage a little bit and then we'll jump into wrestling and beer and UAB <laughs> football and anything else. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. All right, so first off, I'm Ralph Marion. Um, Born and raised here in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, me and Bernard knew each other from my times over at John City Diner. I used to work there right. a little bit as a server and um, bartender. Right now, I work over at Hopsy Craft Beer and Wine, which I am the social media manager, event coordinator, and also assistant bar uh, manager. Been doing this for, been working at Hopsy for the last four years now. And pretty much all Hop City is, is we're a craft beer and wine store, like I said. But we also have a draft wall that has 66 taps on that you can pretty much have different styles from all over the state, all over the country, and all over the world. We have a big selection of beer that you can do retail with. That's about 1,500. And the same thing with wine. We got about 1,500 selection of different wines available. Wow. And just a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, like Bernard said, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. As you can see, one of my shirts is based off of a particular wrestling group, NWO, from back in the 90s. Um, been doing, been watching wrestling ever since I was a wee little youth, and um, been literally loving it ever since. Um, started a um, wrestling fan group here in Birmingham called Berman Slam, which pretty much we just, it's a YouTube, not YouTube, but a Facebook group where we just talk about wrestling. We're, no matter if it's indie, no matter if it's the big time or whatever, we talk about that, and also, was a student over at UAB, one of the band members for the best band in the whole world. 
the Sound of the Majesty, the UAB Marching Blazers. I was also drum major for my last year for the 2010, 2011 year. Literally, I can go on and on. There's so much stuff that we can talk about, which we're going to talk about in this whole uh, conversation today. Man, I wish I had a third of your energy. And it's always, that's what's so awesome. You're just always upbeat. I know we live in an Instagram world and we can't always be uh, upbeat every day, but I've yet to ever see you without a smile on your face or something positive. <laughs> and that's what's always uh, been fun for me and our friendship. Ralph, where did you grow up? What high school? So I went to Clay Chapel High School, class of 05. And um, in a, I think like my graduating class was roughly about like 300 mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I think, it's a, I think it's way bigger than probably has been when I was even there and whatnot. Right, right. And it's, I know you've been a Birmingham guy and you promote all things Birmingham or most all things Birmingham. But we've got coming up, uh, on October 2nd, UAB, your alma mater, hosts Liberty at the new yes. stadium. How lit is that going to be? And are you how looking forward to it, are you? Let's just say this. We, me and my friends have been talking about this ever since we knew when the first game was. Mm-hmm. We've been playing for this for literally months in advance. And we already got our um, tailgating spot taken care of. We already got our tickets. We already got the day planned out we're going to probably get there around nine o'clock just to make sure that everything's taken care of sorry the tailgate at 12 o'clock and then go on for a really amazing great first win at protect the stadium and i'm i still haven't even been over there yet i passed by it i haven't actually gone to the actual stadium and seen it inside or anything like that so literally i'm and i know i can but i want to just have that first day like once you get in, just seeing how everything looks, just how, just that feel, that emotion that you can get from it and just how that's going to be like. You know, everything has its its time and its place. And, and frankly, uh, Legion Field is just tired. Legion Field has just outgrown its usefulness, uh, particularly on a professional and collegiate levels. They may still play a little high school there. And I'm sure the city leaders are trying to figure out what to do with it because it is a huge piece of property and but it's just passed but this new stadium just kind of fits the the new uh, i don't know the personality of downtown with uh, with it being uptown uh, with all the restaurants <laughs> and the golf and just everything that's going on i think it's just such a cool piece and i i hope to be there uh on october 2nd but let's kind of shift for just a second ralph one of your slogans that I've known you for is diversifying a community through beer. What does that slogan mean to you? And how have you used that toward, uh, I guess, one of your life's mantras, if you will? Yeah, so very much um, Beer Black Man is all about bringing to talk about diversity, representation, and inclusion into craft beer. That's literally something that I've been doing. I've been having this platform for the last four years. And the thing about it is beer has been one of those things that a lot of people really don't really take a lot of time to really think about because it's been a part of world history mm-hmm. like pretty much from the beginning as close as you can really think about as civilization started beer was kind of right there with it and it always was that part to where it brought people together a lot of people use it for communications for meetings and just all you know celebrations you know, obviously deaths and whatnot, but it's just like one of those things where it brings people together. 
So with me and what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to let people know that when you think of craft beer, a lot of times you think of a white dude, hipster, bearded, and whatnot. Well, I'm a dude, I have a beard, but I might not be white, much less hipster. Um, but it's just one of those things where a lot of people don't r realize that beer itself started in Africa. It's literally something that a lot of people don't really process a lot because it's one of those kind of trivial questions that a lot of people might mm -hmm. put to the side. And I'm very happy about that. I'm really, I, like, literally, I love to talk about those kind of things and be able to talk about all the people that's in craft beer that looks like me that is doing amazing stuff. You got people like Tio and Benny with um, formerly Dope and Dank, now Crowns and Hops over in Inglewood. They're starting their own brew pub over there, the first brew pub in Inglewood, California. You got Garrett Oliver of Brooklyn Brewery, who's doing such an amazing thing. One of the most talented people that you can see in craft beer. One of the most dapper people you can see in craft beer. And just such a great guy. And he knows his stuff backwards and forwards and can tell you anything about pairings with food and beer and whatnot. Um, I can go on and on, but it just, you don't get that representation a lot. And especially here in the city and especially here in the state, you don't get to see that a lot. I mean, like literally off the top of my hand, I can name most of the people that are of color that works in this industry here in town. And less than 1% of craft breweries are owned by black people. Mm -hmm. So just one of those things where I'm trying to bring up more about that conversation, more about the talk that we don't really have a lot of. I mean, I, obviously I know that a lot of black people don't like beer, but there's just as much that do and they don't feel like they're comfortable going into craft breweries or feel like they're comfortable being able to do these kind of things. That's why I want, that's why I have my platform. I want to be able to talk about those things where people can't understand why we need these kind of talks, why representation and inclusion is important. And if we're able to do those kind of things, the whole talk about diversifying a community through craft beer can make more sense. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about Hop City and, and, and the challenges that have been throughout this, this pandemic. What, I guess, is your place? Is it open? Is it indoor? Is it outdoor? Kind of describe the, the atmosphere. So for folks who've never been, what can they expect when they come to the place? Well, when you come into Hop City, you just expect good times and good beer. Um, like literally, I always tell people we are a bunch of misfits in this world that we call craft beer. And that's what makes Hop City special. Like we are people from different backgrounds, from different areas. And the way that we work is we use what we know as an individual and bring it into that team. We make it to where no matter who you are, no matter where you're from in the city, no matter if you're from Mountain Brook or Inslee or Vestavia or from Northside or wherever, you're going to feel welcome when you come around here. And we may not know all the stuff about, you know, what you're looking for, or we might not have that particular answer, but we can lead you into the area that you might be looking for. We might not have that particular beer, but we're going to have something that's going to be similar to it. Um, right now, you can be able to sit inside, you can be able to sit outside, um, you can be able to drink around the store. If you want to wear your mask, you're more than welcome to. We are not going to tell you that you cannot. We're not going to tell you that you have to. It's literally your call and what makes you feel comfortable. That's our job. We want to make sure that anybody that comes around there, no matter black, white, gay, straight, 
north side, east side, west side, whatever, you're going to feel like you're part of our family from, from, from the time that you get here all the way to the time that you leave. So what you're saying is a pro wrestler, a UAB blazer, and a beer brewer can all walk in together and be fine. And you know, the funny thing about it is we probably have had something like that before and it's always been a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the goal. And guys, that's why I brought Ralph Marion, a longtime friend on today. And we're just talking about life in Birmingham. We're talking about breweries and, and just UAB football and just whatever comes to, to mind right now. <laughs> and the thing that, that's so beautiful about Ralph and, and his enjoyment of life is laughter, you, we've always heard this, laughter is the best medicine. Well, what does that mean? Laughter just makes you feel good. And you seem to have an approach to life that just brings about laughter to you and to friends around you. Why is that important to you in your life? Because literally when you say that, you know, it bring, you know, like how laughter brings joy and whatnot. I mean, literally you gotta be able to find as much joy you can in this world. Yeah. is very unforgiving and sometimes it can be very cruel mm -hmm. but the thing about it is those little victories that you can find no matter if it's a smile or just a good time with friends family whoever is very cherishable like it's one of those things where you know a lot of people have millions of dollars but they but do they truly have happiness do they truly have joy in their life and that's something that is kind of like I would love to be a millionaire. I would love to have all the money in the world, but that can come and go. If you can be able to find joy and you can be able to find your happiness, especially, you know, talking about like mental health and everything like that, I would rather to have that any day of the week. I would rather, like literally, I take a lot of pride in whenever I can have time to myself, whether it's, you know, at home or just, you know, chilling, reading a comic book or listening to music or whatever, that is very much, that's something that you can be able to have for the rest of your life. And a lot of people are still looking for that. Even at the age of like 40, 50, 60, some people, sometimes sad to say, some people don't get to find that. Yeah. And it's one of those where it's just, it's just hard. And that's what I try my best to do. I'm going to tell you, I am not perfect. And I, and I you know what, I, I don't want to be perfect, but those times where I can be able to have, you know, good times where I can be able to have like a really good laugh, or just have you know, just be able to just say like, "Dang it, it was it was it was good." Yeah, I'd rather have that any time of day. And guys, now what you're hearing from Ralph, that's why I invited him to be on the show. That's why I'm <laughs> proud to call him friend. It is you just figured it out. Whatever it is, it just makes you happy and it's infectious. And I want to talk a little bit. I want to shift for a minute, Ralph, and I want to talk about downtown for for decades. People who are not familiar with downtown have a preconceived misconception, in my opinion, of what goes on downtown. I lived in Forest Park for many, many years. I, I love my downtown, whether it's going to Barron's Games, riding my bike through the downtown footprint, whatever it may be. But a year and a half ago, we had some very tense moments in our city's parks at night. We had some, we had some violence. We had some uh, real emotional issues that went on, not just in our country, I mean, in our city, but in many cities throughout the, the country. And we don't hear a lot of it right now because things seem to have settled down with some of those social 
issues that are never going to go away. Just hopefully they're being dealt with. So here's my question for you. And I realize that you spend a lot of time downtown and you're familiar with, with the footprint is what I call it. What are you hearing and seeing and what are you feeling these days? I know that you have no issues going and doing whatever it is you like to do in downtown, but a lot of people do. So I want to address a little bit of, of that and what you see from your perspective. So, especially after everything last year, you know, last year was a lot, not even just with the pandemic, like you were just saying, like just the whole summer of what all the tragedies that we went through. And it's one of those where with our past in Birmingham, we've seen it before. We might not have had the same kind of technology that we have today to be able to see how a lot of things have, but we went through it. I always tell people the way that Birmingham did, we crawled so everybody else could be able to walk. Like, especially right now, because a lot of people were hurting last year. A lot of people are still hurting to this day. And it's one of those where I love my city a lot. And I've been seeing a lot of amazing things coming around, a lot of good changes coming about. And for somebody that's literally lived here, I'll be turning 35 in November and literally never really thought of all the stuff that we have now. With that being said, we are not perfect and we still got ways to go. We got a lot of things that we need to be able to change. Like a lot of times where people talk about being inclusive and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I always wonder, are they being inclusive and being genuine about it? Or are they just being inclusive just so that way they can still be able to run a business? Mm -hmm. Are they still, are they truly, is this what they truly mean deep down in their heart? Or are they still, after they close up shop and whatnot, are they just going through their usual stuff and not and not really being as, 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 in, as inclusive as they portrayed to be? You know, and that's when, when the riots went throughout the country, one of the things I was proud about was the way that our city's leaders dealt with it. We did not have the injuries and, and as extreme violence as many other parts of the country. Maybe part of it is because Birmingham, as you said, we've all lived through this. Our city has been through this for decades. And maybe cooler heads prevailed. Maybe our mayor and the, the leadership dealt with it in, in, in the way that hopefully was the right way to deal with it. It's hard to know. But anyway, what I like about Birmingham, what I like about downtown is there's always construction going on, meaning there's always progress from that standpoint. Going to Railroad Park is one of my favorite things, riding around. And it just, it's not the downtown Birmingham of the 70s and 80s, far from it. There's lots of, I don't know how many thousands of people live downtown now. How many restaurants are down there? How many breweries? How many meeting up spots? And Ralph, you just, you represent to me some of the very best of those things. And I applaud your efforts and what you do on a daily basis. It may not seem like out of the ordinary for you, but that's what makes it so genuine. So Dude, like literally I, I try my best. That's all that's all I always tell people. I'm like, I do the best with what I got. And 
I know that I don't have a lot monetarily, but I've got a lot of stuff that I can bring to the field, no matter if it's with my knowledge of craft beer, with, sure. with my knowledge of the city, just even if it's just me just being a person. Like literally, I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be because there's only going to be one of me and it's literally going to be here for as long as these feet can be able to move and until, you know, somebody says like, you know what, you had your time, now it's time to go. So it's just kind of like, I'm going to do the best that I can. And I'm not going to try to, you know, sugarcoat anything. I always want to make sure that people get myself for who I am, whether it's on a good day or whether it's on a bad day. I'm going to treat everybody with the exact same respect that I would want. And I want to make sure that everybody always remember that Again, this world is a weird and crazy one, but we got a lot of good things that can come from it. Well, let's let's pivot once again. We got just a couple of more minutes, but Ralph, I want to talk about pro wrestling. I yes. want to talk about your love of that sport. Now, you you're too young to remember that back in the day downtown at Boutwell, they used to have pro wrestling, 60s, 70s and, and the 80s. Now they did have some. Like I actually went to a couple of shows um, when I was like a, a again a wee youth, yeah. Um, and going and I went to see a couple of um w at that time WWF mm -hmm. um, shows and whatnot whenever they come to into town. So I've been to a couple of shows at um over at Batwell and whatnot. Very good. Well, let's. Uh, who's your favorite wrestler these days, and and what would be your wrestling name if you were part of that organization? So. Right now, I'm a big fan of All Elite Wrestling, AEW for short. Um, they're a brand new company, only been around for literally two years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, roughly two years now. And they really just came out of the gate swinging. I mean, obviously, I grew up on WWF slash WWE. And that's always going to be something I'm going to watch and pay attention to. But people like Kenny Omega, people like Jungle Boy, people like the Lucha Brothers. I mean, there are so many different people. My favorite wrestler of all time is The Undertaker. And I've watched him literally from when I was small all the way up to now. And just the thing about a lot of people kind of downplay wrestling because everybody says that, you know, oh, well, it's predetermined and it's fake. Yes, it is predetermined. And yes, it might be fake. But, it, but the thing about it is the bumps that they take and a lot of the stuff they do yeah. That is real. I mean, you're not going to just jump off of the top rope onto the outside and not feel any kind of pain yeah. or whatnot. And you, you got to be an athlete. Yeah. And literally, that's what it is. Like being, and you got a lot of people who are formerly athletes who come in to become wrestlers. Like you got people like Brock Lesnar, who is not just an MMA fighter, but he was a, you know, a college wrestler over at Minnesota. Her angle won a gold medal in the Olympics. I mean, you got like plenty of people who are Ronda Rousey. I mean, look at her. She literally, you know, made her name in UFC and then came to WWE and did her thing. I mean, there are plenty of athletes that a lot of people don't know from football to basketball to track and field yeah. that come and now become wrestlers who put their body on the line even more than they did beforehand. Oh. And now you see those kind of things. I wonder if there's a younger generation that even knows that Dwayne The Rock Johnson was, first of all, a college football player at the University of Miami, and then a professional wrestler, and now he's been a movie star for, for many, many years. I wonder if 
the younger folks know of his athletic background. That's the funny thing about it because like I don't and it's weird that you mentioned that now because like now I'm thinking about it's kinda of like I grew up in a time where I saw when The Rock started back in over in Survivor Series in '96. Yeah, '96. And then now going through all of his career and now seeing him as this big time, you know, box office movie star. Yeah. And just sitting there, like, think about like some people don't even know that. They only seen him in movies. And it's just kind of weird just to even think about how I've seen him grow and evolve. Yeah. But some people just know him as Dwayne Johnson. They don't know yeah. him as The Rock, like how I did, or my, or um, I forgot where his name started off as. But yeah, like um, just how he grew and changed from there to now, it's crazy. Even like with Stone Cold, like right. he was, he's a he was a football player, I think, over at North Texas, if I remember correctly, yeah. and then became a pro wrestler, and now he's doing certain things in uh, movies. John Cena, another person who's getting his name out there. And just so a lot of people just seeing those kind of things where people that I've grown up in with wrestling now are starting to go into movies and a lot of people starting to know them in that kind of area. So it's kind of weird and it's kind of fun just to see that those kind of changes and whatnot. Well, you still hadn't answered my question about what would be your pro wrestling name. Literally, to be completely honest with you, I think I would either if I don't use my actual name, if I just didn't use, you know, Ralph Marion or Raphael Marion, I would probably use Joseph Adams. And the reason I would do that would be, um, Joseph was my great grandfather's first name, Joseph Slaughter. And then Adams is my um, dad's last name. So bring a little bit of my family into the mix and just use that gotcha. and whatnot. The Rock's original wrestling name, I think, was Rocky Mavia. Rocky Mavia. Rocky Mavia. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Well, I could keep talking to you for, for hours. How can <laughs> folks find you? Where's Hop City if folks want to come in and experience Rock uh, Hop City? So if you want to come around and see me and the rest of the gang over here at Hop City, we're on the corner of 3rd Avenue and 30th Street South. Our address is 2924 3rd Avenue South. Birmingham, Alabama, 35233. Um, we're open literally every single day, Monday through Thursday. We're open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday and Saturday, we're open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Sunday, we're open from 12 to 6 p.m. Last call for any kind of bar drinks or anything like that, which we only have beer and wine. It's always 30 minutes before closing. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can always check us out on our website, hopsybeer.com. If you want to check out what I'm doing, uh, you can always follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Beard Black Man. Easy way to remember it's B E E R E D Black Man. What I always tell people is you're going to get a bid, a beer ed, education from a black man. And literally, oh, going back to Hop City, we got our anniversary party coming up on October 3rd. So, literally, the next day after the UAB game, we got our anniversary party nine years here in the Magic City. And we are going to have so many different beers on. All the beers that we usually would have on draft, we're taking them off and putting on some rare, specific, one-of-a-kind beers that you can only get at Hop City. Some of them are directly for the anniversary party. I have made a couple of them. 
wink, right. wink. Right. Um, a couple of the other people that work here have done collaborations, and they're going to be awesome. Um, my work wife, Annie, she's doing stuff over here. And been, I call her my work wife because we've been working together for the, like the last five, yeah, the last five, six years together at different areas, and she's awesome. We got Jacob, Jake, Stacy, Stacy. Uh, I could go on with everybody, but Larry, we, we got a whole crew around here. Come around to see us. You win. You, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, like I said, Beer Black Man, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and hold on, hold on. Oh. Yep, yep. And TikTok, because that's where you're going to get some real talk about wrestling. That's where you got to go find Ralph, is on Twitter, uh, TikTok. You get some real wrestling insiders knowledge right there. October yeah, so 2nd it, is the UAB game. Yes. October 3rd is the party at Hot City to celebrate nine years and to celebrate that UAB victory. You celebrate a good old Blazer victory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you want to follow me, like Bernard just said on TikTok, you can follow me at Raphael, not duh, D-A, turtle. Awesome. Ralph, thank you so much, bud, for spending some time. I really, as always, enjoyed our conversation. Dude, man, it was a blast. I had a good time. We need to do this again sometime. You need to come around to Hop City sometime. I'm going to come see you soon. Yeah, man, like literally, it's going to be a good time, man. Well, guys, this is why I do these interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. And sadly, we have to cut off our conversation. But Ralph's got so many great things going on. Go see him at Hop City. Go find him on social media, Instagram. You guys continue to be safe. Do what's right for your family. We're going to get out of this pandemic at some point, but just continue to be patient. Y'all have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central. Take care.